Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and I'm here to hit you with my backlist, reading some books. This is episode 121, and today I'm going to talk about a couple great titles that I am super excited about. But first, today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds. College student Blake and her girlfriend have one goal, join the exclusive sorority that promises connections to a network of trailblazing women of color. Now, Ella's acceptance is a sure thing. She's a daughter of a Serena Society alum. After all, Blake, on the other hand, lacks Ella's pedigree and her confidence. Luckily, though really unluckily, she finds courage at the bottom of a liquor bottle. When she drinks, she's bold and funny, and as pledging intensifies, so does Blake's drinking. Ella assures her that she's fine, partying hard is what it takes, but with her future on the line, Blake must decide how far she's willing to go to achieve glittering dreams of success. Now, just so you know, Jazz Hammonds is the 2023 winner of the critic Scott King John Steptoe Award for New Talent for We Deserve Monuments, and We Deserve Monuments was an Amazon Best Books of the Year and Barnes & Noble Best Books of the Year for 2023, so suffice to say, y'all should check this new one out. Thanks again to Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95. And she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Arena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. There. Hello, everyone. I am back from vacation. My wife and I went to London and Zurich and Florence. I definitely bought so many books and so much tea that we had to pay excess weight fee for our baggage. Hashtag no regrets. So thanks so much to Jen and Vanessa for filling in while I was off filling myself with cheese and chocolate. So I am at a loss for the specific theme of the two books I chose to share with you today. It's not because they're so different, but they have so many things in common. Both have queer themes, both are comics, both involve a lot of the color pink on the cover, and both are great for young adults and adults alike. 
So maybe my theme is queer young adultish comic books with pink covers. Let's get started with The Prince and the Dressmaker, written and illustrated by Jen Wang. It starts with an invitation to a ball celebrating the Crown Prince Sebastian's 16th birthday. All eligible young women are invited. One eligible young woman is being forced to go by her mother, and she's very unhappy about it. So she tells the seamstress to make her something, quote, ghastly. The seamstress is Frances, the titular dressmaker of the novel. Frances makes something so wonderfully outrageous that her boss is about to fire her from the shop when a mysterious man appears and offers her a job as the personal seamstress to a very wealthy, very secretive client. Surprise! The client is the prince who confides that some days he feels like a prince and others he feels like a princess. Unbeknownst to most everyone, Sebastian is actually Lady Cristalia, the hottest fashion icon in all of Paris. Frances, the seamstress, dreams of being a designer one day, so she agrees to help Sebastian realize his dream as she works towards hers. Um, everything is amazing for some time, but the tension builds as Frances doesn't get to have credit for her amazing work because she feels deeply for Sebastian and is keeping his identity a secret. She can't sacrifice her dream forever, but of course she would never out Sebastian. The illustrations are gorgeous, the story is sweet and moving with its themes of love, friendship, and dedication. Um, yes, this is a romance, and I am absolutely head over heels for this book. Um, it's charming, and it is a book that I keep on my shelf for when I need a little cheering up. Like, it's a really quick, like, it's a really quick read and a really fast way to just get myself to smile. Um, so again, that's The Prince and the Dressmaker, written and illustrated by Jen Wang. The second book I want to talk about is A Quick and Easy Guide to Queer and Trans Identities by Maddie G. and J.R. Zuckerberg. If you haven't guessed by the title, this is nonfiction. This is a super beginner's guide for both people who are figuring out their own queer and or trans identity, as well as the people who are in their support network who want to learn more about queer and trans identities. By no means is the information in this book exhaustive. It's a small book that can fit in a large pocket, and it covers just like the basics of some of the most common questions, like all of these things you can definitely take a deeper dive on, and there are more books and resources to give a lot more information. Uh, but this is really a, like it, like the title says, it's a quick and easy guide. And it's also for a lot of beginners as well. Or, and by beginners, I mean people who are very new to this information and don't have a general baseline of knowledge for it. Um, the main characters are snails and some non-humanoid creatures, which I really, really appreciate. Um, it's clear that the authors don't want you to assign gender to the characters, which is actually a really good thing to practice, especially um, when you are around people with queer and trans identities. Um, it's a really great skill to have. 
So questions covered. It's a kind of in a question and answer format. Like each chapter begins with a question and then you have one snail who is the snail who knows all this stuff, teaching all the other snails, all the information. So the questions covered are what is queer and what is gender identity, which covers like what's the difference between gender and sex? What is gender expression? What does dysphoria mean? What is asexuality? What does it mean to come out? And then the last chapter is some relationship basics, um, which is not like a question. It's actually just a great section on all kinds of relationship things that I feel are great regardless of your identity like it has a part on recognizing abusive partners and another part on good communication skills and not only like yes it's important to have good communication skills but the snails model what these skills look like and some tips on what is a good way to communicate this thing or that thing um, this book is a great non-intimidating resource, which I really appreciate um, because I like having, as I, as I spoke about in one of my previous episodes about So You Want to Talk About Race, I really like having a resource that I could give to people instead of doing all the mental labor of educating people Um which can be really tiring, especially for people in marginalized communities. I really like having a book that could say, great, you have all these questions. Here's a resource. Um, yes, it's very librarian of me. And uh, well, I'm a librarian. So there we have that. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. You can find a list of books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter, Litzy, and Instagram at The Infofile, as in The Lover of Information. I'll be back next week with even more backlist picks. Have a great weekend, drink some water, and happy reading!